Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Well, alrighty then. It's a special day because we're back here on the WCHL podcast. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry. On the very other end of the line is my best friend in all the world, the ice maintenance uh, guru extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center, as well as the general manager for the University of Oklahoma Hockey Club and the head pom-pom cheerleader for OU Hockey. It's Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the masses. Hey, hey, hey. Andrew, it's a uh, big day here. We had some. Uh, we got all the news on nationals and all the rankings, so now we know. This is the day we have been waiting for. Eh, right not, not, not some of us, but some of us maybe. <laughs> not, yeah, not oh, you, not yeah, you. Well, since I've been sitting idly behind, right? Yeah, for nine months. But hey, before we get into that, let's talk about the last uh, WCHL um, games of the season. How about that, if you will? That. Yep. Missouri State hosted Men's Division II East Texas Baptist University, the Tigers from ETBU. I think we, we spoke last week and we said that ETBU sounds more like, like a credit union or something, doesn't it? Yeah, or like an insurance officer, but more like a credit union, more, yeah. more than anything. Insurance yeah. office sounds good, too. I mean, it just doesn't sound like a college. Right? ETBU. Yeah, ETU and ETBU. We, <laughs> yeah. ca- car loans at two point nine percent. Yeah, I mean that rolls right off your tongue. I mean, I'm telling but. you what it's. Uh, but anyways, e- the the I guess we can just say the uh, the Tigers from ETBU. We don't maybe they maybe it is just a credit union, a glorified credit union. Yep. Um, or a glorified insurance company out of Marshall, Texas. They play their home games in Shreveport, Louisiana, forty five minutes away. Where the Bozier Shreveport Mudbugs still play, uh, but uh, so the Tigers go up to Springfield, and you would expect an absolute whitewashing, and I guess in a kind of way we got it because Missouri State won both the games, right? Yeah, they they Missouri State pulled them out. They uh, they kind of laid it to them on Friday night and walloped them pretty good. Yeah, six to three was the final score there. Yeah, they. They came out and jumped on them early and put them down, what, 6-1 after two? Mm-hmm. So kind of buried them quick there and then just uh, played out the third there. Then they coasted. Yeah, just put it in auto drive and finished her out. And they coasted the rest of the weekend, too, because... Hey, yes, they the, did. The next night, it was a 4-3 to three Missouri State win in overtime, though. They had to pull their heads out of their butt because they got down 3-1 to one to this yes. terrible Division Two team. And uh, on senior night, of all nights to, to get down three to one, and yes. go out in a blaze of, uh, you know, I get, what's the opposite of glory? Oh. Uh, in, indignity? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they were down three to one, tied the game late, and they you know, finally won it in overtime. You know, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned here. You know, we're, uh, you know, we've got nationals coming up here and East Texas, 21 shots on Friday night and three goals. So, you know, that's not, not terrible, but not great. But then uh, they come back again Saturday, 19 shots on goal, and another three goals they popped in. So, yeah, I don't know if that's 
obviously I haven't talked to any of the coaches up there, but I don't know if that's something that's maybe lingering in the back of their minds, but you know, maybe, maybe solidify that a little bit more. Well, I guess if anything, we can say that coach law and coach cook, now they have something to work on for the next couple of weeks. Yes, they do. Yes, because they do. that was not a very good showing. Yeah. I, I would not want to be those kids this week at practice and probably next week at practice either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, they won, but let's, let's call it like it is. Okay. I mean, East Texas Baptist plays in that Texas collegiate hockey conference, a division two conference. And you know what? I, I bag on the three division one conferences that I just think are below average and need to get yeah. better. And the TCHC in men's division two is, I mean, it's good. It's okay. But it's terrible hockey. Yeah. You know, the, the T sometimes stands for Texas. Most of the time it stands for terrible. Terrible, yeah. And ETBU is in the final men's Division two ranking here. They're ranked number 16 Oof. in men's Division two, And they had the number 12 or 13 team in the nation, Missouri State, down by, you know, late the, in the third period. You know what was not terrible Saturday night? Tell me. The Missouri State power play. Yeah, what was it? Four of seven, all four goals on the power play Saturday there you, night. There you go. How about that? Late. You didn't think I, you yeah. didn't think I was going to whip that one out that fast, did you? <laughs> Be careful, man. Be careful. We're <laughs> we're still talking hockey, right? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whew. I was going to have to hit the old hit the old delete button or something. Hey, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't expecting to, for you to bring that stat out. So no. Wow. Yeah. I got okay, all kinds good, of good little good for Missouri State to, yep. to do that. But yeah, if anything, hopefully uh you know, taking this weekend off and not just going out and shellacking East Texas Baptist like they should have will get the kids' attention and will get the coaches' attention. I'm sure it got the coaches' attention, but it'll oh, get I'm I am i am sure it had their attention on it. Yeah, right. but no, like I said, now they got something to work on and now they got something to focus on before they go play uh at nationals, their first game at yep. nationals. So that's all I think I want to say about that terrible series. It's yeah, done. It's over with. Yeah, it's behind them. It's behind us. Let's, Let's move on, right? Yeah. You know, hey, before before we move on and talk about rankings um, in the Nationals field and all that jazz, let's quickly review your fact or fiction because this the oh, first whoa. thing, the first thing is this terrible series that we just had. ETBU and the side bet is the thing I'm really worried about. Um, uh, I, I, I think I nailed factor fiction. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's, I don't know. Let's see. Um, Missouri state sweeps East Texas Baptist. You said fact. I think that's a win. That's a win. But then oh. we had a side bet and we said Missouri state would score 15 goals or, or more. The over under was set at 15. I, I thought you said 10. <laughs> I could have swore you said 10. I'm, I'm looking at it right here. It says 15. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Yeah. That was an under. Uh, so that's an X. I got to I got to start keeping track again. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see here. The, the next factor fiction was Calvin wins a game. You said fiction, and that was correct because Calvin yeah, did not win a game. They did not win a game uh, in the Great Lakes League. Uh, Davenport was supposed to play Calvin, and Davenport ended up having somebody test positive, so Davenport's Uh-oh. games against Calvin were canceled. And Davenport's game against Adrian was canceled. So Adrian and Calvin played a one-game playoff to win the Great Lakes League. And Adrian promptly smoked him five to nothing. I was going to say Adrian just killed him. Yeah, I think it was uh, it was over early. Yeah, two so. nothing, two nothing after the first, five nothing after the second. They they shellacked him. 
All right, we have uh, the next one is um, in the Central States League playoffs, Factor Fiction, Ohio wins a game, and you said that would be fact, that they would beat Iowa State. How'd I, how'd I do there? I think you did. I think you did just fine. Nah. I think you did just fine. I think you nailed it that they Cause, beat Iowa cause State. Because I, I think they beat them, uh, what was that, 3-1 to one on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, Ohio just got pounded by Lindenwood, and then... <laughs> And then um, the, the, when Iowa State comes to town, Ohio made up for it, beat Iowa State, and then Iowa State had the pleasure of getting to be pounded by Lindenwood the next day. So. Yeah, yeah. Lindenwood, Lindenwood pumped everybody in that thing. So, Yep. And then uh, let's see here. The last one, Factor Fiction. Well, the second to last one, you, Mercyhurst versus Robert Morris for the CHMA playoffs. I said, uh, I asked you, I said Robert Morris would win, and you said that would be a fact. And, of course... Ooh. Man, I am on fire. Well, hold on here, Tiger. Um, I, I think we might have a technicality here. Because oh, this was on. Mercyhurst versus Robert Morris. Yeah. Mercyhurst did not play Robert Morris for the championship of that terrible Pittsburgh league. It was West Virginia. West Virginia, like coming off the out of the out of the dark, like Sting in wrestling, coming out of the rafters at the last minute. And West Virginia started playing hockey last weekend. And they played, they played a one-game series with Mercyhurst. The winner of that series goes on the next night to play Robert Morris for the championship of that terrible Pittsburgh league. I think at the end of the day, I said Robert Morris is going to win the thing. Uh, so. Okay, you got Robert Morris winning, but you uh, yeah. had him beating Mercyhurst, and that was... Yeah. I'll give I'm, you credit. I think I'm I think I'm 4-1 and one on Factor Fiction here. 4-1. and one. Well, the other one, remember, we had the ACHA Fight Club, Moran versus Gordy, and then Moran versus Gordy and Barnett. Uh, I know I know none of those guys agreed with our assessment of the situation. So. I, I don't even think they're aware that we had, had that discussion. So <laughs> yeah, I, I count that as a, I count that as a win. <laughs> yeah. So you went yeah. five and one on Factor Fiction last one. week. Man, Congratulations! I think, that's like, I think that's like six weeks in a row that I've had a winning streak here. You were just in fuego. Uh, you know, I, in I, fuego. I, I, do, I do a lot of homework. I study up on this stuff. So you know, <laughs> baloney. Just, Come on, just not just not shooting from the hip here when I call these uh, when I make these predictions. <laughs> All right, Andrew. You saw the rankings that came out today. The final Division One rankings of the uh, oh, I, I, of I, yeah. I saw your rankings. All right. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> uh, number one team in the nation is Adrian, and number two is Robert Morris. Ugh, give me a break. <laughs> number three is Lindenwood. Uh-huh. Number four is Liberty. Number five is Ohio. Yeah, Andrew's favorite that. team. Imagine that. Yeah. Then uh, six through ten are Minot State, Indiana Tech, Lawrence Tech, Iowa State, and Aquinas. Jamestown is eleven. Calvin is twelve. Missouri State from the Western Collegiate Hockey League comes in at number thirteen in the rankings. Maryville from the B Conference is fourteen. Kinesius is fifteen. Davenport is sixteen. I'm going to go two more because they're important. Buffalo is seventeen. Buffalo just started playing last weekend. They've only played two games. Yeah. So they jumped up all the way to from 0 to 17. And then McKendry from the B Conference, they're number 18. McKendry. So there you go. So Missouri State finishes the regular season ranked 13 out of, I think it's, we had 28 teams total playing. Yeah, yeah, I think you're about right. And we had to have, uh, in order to be ranked, you had to play more than two games. And so we have only have 24 teams that are ranked. There are four other teams that only played two games. So they're not ranked. Um, uh, so there you go. Missouri State's not bad. Kind of they're in the middle of the pack. Yep. But yep. they're representing the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League. 
and uh, so so good for them. Congratulations to the Missouri State Ice Bears. They are uh, they've they've clinched the WCHL auto bid to nationals, and uh, they're going as but they're not going to be the number thirteen team in the nation, Andrew. Ooh, I know because in- intriguing, intriguing, intriguing. We, we had some issues. Let's, oh, let, lay, it, lay it on us. Let's go through the rankings here. Number seven, Lawrence Tech. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. Number eight, Lawrence Tech. Yep. Barred from traveling by their school. Oh. Cannot go to nationals. Darn. They only played three games all season anyway. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think uh, who else here. Who else? Here? Oh, the ECHA, that terrible league out of Pitts, uh, Philadelphia. Yep. Did not. The only team that played was William Patterson. Um, they played a two or three games, I think it was, against Montclair State, a Division II team that's also in New Jersey. And they are not allowed by their school to leave the state of New Jersey. So ah. the ECHA cannot come. Number 17, so we have in Lawrence Tech. Lawrence Tech is out at number 8, so that shifts everybody from back behind 8. That shifts everybody up a spot, right? Shifts everybody up a spot. Oh. That puts number, that means Missouri State goes to number 12, Maryville number. 13. That means number 17, Buffalo, sneaks into the field. That number 16, yep. However, however... University They're of Buffalo, not allowed to travel not, by their school. Not allowed to travel. There you go. So there's three teams out that would have made the field, but they're out. And that allows number 18, McKendry, to slip in there at number 16 as the number 16 team at Nationals. So are you ready for the matchups there, Andrew? Yeah. Congratulations. You made it into Nationals. Here you go. Right? <laughs> Here's your <laughs> – congratulations, number 16, McKendry. Yeah. You made it to Nationals. Your prize, you get to take a beating from number one, Adrian. Yep. Number two, Robert Morris, gets to play number 15, Davenport. Yep. That's going to be a good little game. It could be a good little game. Uh, yeah. Davenport traditionally is just a beast. They're a very good, very high-skilled, very physical hockey team. Yeah. Um, I, I think this year they're having some issues with COVID, so... Um, and not because they're all testing positive. It's just I don't know that they're having the same quality of kids playing because of the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's probably widespread. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so it could be interesting. Uh, number three, Lindenwood gets the pleasure of beating up on number 14, Kinesius. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And then number four, Liberty, gets to take on from the B Conference, number 13, the host, Maryville. That could, that could be an interesting matchup. You know, it could be. Those two teams were supposed to play earlier in the season, and then Maryville, um, I'll, we're on the WCHL podcast, right? Yep. This isn't yep. the B, this conf- is the, this isn't the B this conference is, podcast? This is the A conference right here. There we go. Okay, uh, Maryville pulled the shoot. Um, yep. So they, they should have gone, but they're, for whatever reason, their athletic director decided that they – couldn't leave to go all the way to Virginia. So not the decision I would have made. Um, and Maryville did travel to other places, other states, but um, whatever. Yeah. So uh, there you go. One, two, three, and four are playing 13, 14, 15, and 16. And then, so that's on Friday. And then uh, we have, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, eight, number eight, nine, Iowa State Aquinas. That should yeah, be a good uh, little series. That'll be a good little game. Yeah. Number seven, Indiana Tech takes on 10, Jamestown. 
Mm, could be interesting. Could yeah, be. Could. I, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You've got some, I mean, uh, you've got some, you know, potential Midwestern, uh, Midwestern tough guys or Indiana Tech versus some Canadian tough guys at Jamestown. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I mean, you know, Indiana Tech. You know, they've kind of been silent and quiet on us all season, but they've played twenty one games. So yep. I mean, they're they're battle tested. So we'll see. We got number six Minot State taking on number eleven Calvin. I wouldn't want to be Calvin. Well, I hope you're right. I hope you're right because we, we we've talked about the Calvin issue. We'll talk about it again. <laughs> yep. um, but here's the fun one, Andrew. Here's the fun one, especially since it's the WCHL podcast. Oh, this is the matchup I've been waiting for all season. Right all, here. I mean, all all podcast season long, we've been bagging on you. We I shouldn't say we you. Okay, I have to. We've been bagging oh, yeah. on Ohio. <laughs> yes. Okay, and finally, the Western Collegiate Hockey League, Missouri State. Gets to we, get a piece of Ohio. We finally get to get out there and take a piece of them, right? I'm telling you what, that'll be the first game on Saturday. So number five, Ohio versus number twelve, Missouri State. We're not going to do predictions uh, this we, week. Uh, we'll do we the next that game at. Uh, it's Saturday at ten fifteen in the morning. What are you talking about? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like waking up at ten fourteen and <laughs> turning the game on. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait for that matchup right there. But I I just saw that and I was like, you know what? The hockey gods are smiling down on us. Yes, they are. We've been talking smack about Ohio all season long, and sure enough, the hockey gods say, "Okay, Western Collegiate Hockey League, here you go." Dumb. Number five, Ohio, nonetheless. <laughs> Holy moly. I mean. Oh, boy. God. They just get, they've won five games out of 20. They're, they have a 25% winning percentage on the season. Well, let's think and about it. They beat number one, Adrian. They beat number three, Lindenwood. Right? Then, By one goal. Okay. Then they smoked Kinesius. They beat Iowa State. Who else have they won? Oh, they beat Liberty. They beat Liberty. So they beat yeah, number four Liberty. One time. They well, beat them one out of ten tries. Oh, hey. There you go. All right. And, all then, right. The, and then they just absolutely got pounded by Lindenwood again <laughs> in the playoffs. I mean, what was it? Eight to three or something like that? Andrew, I mean, Andrew. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm looking at oh, the silver lining here, Andrew. You're, oh, there is no silver lining. Let's, let's focus on the five quality wins as opposed to the 15 oh, embarrassing yeah, sure. losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The six to two loss to Robert Morris. <laughs> Robert Morris's first game of the season, and they're in there at number five. Holy smokes! Yeah, <laughs> I love it. The <laughs> hockey gods smile upon Andrew Majorker. Yes. yes, I am. I am the biggest Missouri State fan right now. I tell you what, hey, if if Ohio wins, you're gonna have to go walk around wearing like an Ohio sweatshirt for a week or something. Hey, if they can if they can pull it off and win that first round, more power to them. <laughs> we'll do we'll do predictions next week, and uh, all of this, um, all all of these, uh, the schedule, the bracket, all that kind of good information. It's available on uh, at the ACHA uh, Facebook account. It's also on the ACHA Men's Division One Twitter account at ACHA Men's D One. I happen to know the person who's. Uh, doing some snarky posts on that account recently. <laughs> so, um, uh, but the, the, the schedule is there. The bracket is there. The teams, if you want to know their nicknames and where they're from and all, what league they play in and all that kind of junk, it's all there on the ACHA Twitter account. What's also on the ACHA Twitter account, we talked about this last week, it's the spectator policy. Yep. There will be no tickets available at the door. There will be no tickets sold prior to 
Um, the only way that folks are going to get in is through a pass list. Each team, if they want to, can purchase access, can purchase a pass list of 75 for 75 slots. And it's for like 400 bucks. And it's you get in for your game only. You do not. So if you want to come see uh, Missouri State, then you you need to talk to the folks at Missouri State. Actually, well, it's too late. They've already announced that their 75 slots are already full. So, uh, you know, if you're coming for another team, you need to get on the list for that other team. And you only get to go see that other team. So if you're going to go, if you're on the Lindenwood list, you don't get to come to see the Missouri State game unless. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unless Linda Wood's playing, playing Missouri State. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the way it is. They're doing this for safety reasons due to the uh, coronavirus. Everyone's got to wear a mask to get in. Everyone's going to get temperature checked, and uh, you're going to get a little wristband, and you're going to get limited to uh, – they're going to keep the, the, the fans limited to 150 per game, and that's in addition to the ACHA staff that will already be there. Um, and then they're going to cycle them out so that the next crew can come in. Yep, but uh, the Missouri State they've they put on their Twitter account earlier today that their seventy five slots are already full. So please, if you're not on that list, do not go to the Maryville Life Center expecting to kind of sweet talk your way in. It's it not going to happen. happen. You're going to get the pleasure of sitting out in the parking lot and waiting. You can listen cool to this podcast. Yeah, you can listen to the podcast, or you can cool your heels, whatever you want to do. Cool your heels, do whatever you want to do. Also. Um, you could do this, Andrew. Hockey TV is going to broadcast the tournament. In fact, they're going to broadcast um, Men's Division One announced their field today. Men's Division Three announced their field just a little while ago, a couple hours ago. Yesterday, Men's Division Two and Women's Division One they announced their field. Hockey TV is going to be broadcasting uh, all of those games from all four of those tournaments. They're going to happen simultaneously, and for the low, low price of twenty four ninety nine. You get a one-month special access to the uh, Hockey TV, and you'll be able to watch any ACHA game plus any other game that the uh, folks at Hockey TV um, provide or produce or whatever you want to call it. Um, So that information, in fact, that's super secret information that only podcast listeners right now will know. Only podcast listeners. There you go. The uh, ACHA has not released that yet, but I know somebody, and... um, so that's coming out pretty soon about Hockey TV. Uh, it's going to be a twenty four ninety nine uh, uh, fee, and they'll be able, you'll be able to sign up, and you'll be able to have access to all of the ACHA games at whatever level, men's one, men's two, men's three, or women's one, whatever flips your lid, and whatever other broadcasts are going on on Hockey TV at the same time. So if you want to watch some terrible hockey out of Sweden or some terrible junior <laughs> hockey here in the States, um. Then, oh. and if if hockey TV is broadcasting it, you get the pleasure of watching it. Well, it's a good thing you've been turning all these overtime hours in, so you can afford to buy that twenty four ninety nine pass for us, right? That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I've been burning the candle at both ends just so I can <laughs> yeah. come up with twenty five bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all righty, Andrew. Uh, predictions. We're going to do those next week. Um, in fact, I'm probably going to get them from you, but we'll probably circle around and maybe get get a few guest predictors as well. There you go. Yep. Kind of get a consensus all around of what we're thinking. Yeah. See if they'll all bag on Ohio like you do. 
I've got my predictions already done. I think my I think my bracket's pretty salty. Oh, look at you! Look, at, I can't wait. That's a teaser for next week. Okay, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty salty. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's listen to a little uh, stuff, um, a little break type action, and I will uh, come back. And we've got some stuff that we want to talk about really quick, and then uh, we'll get the heck out of here. This will be a brief edition of the WCHL podcast, not your normal drawn out, long drawn out yeah. version. Lucky people, <laughs> lucky people, lucky you. Hold on. Couple of dangles, celebrate the biscuit a little. Couple of toeies. Don't you want to hit the net, Ferda? Don't be an idiot, Schmelt. It doesn't count unless you go Pardowski. Game face is on. It's our first day of senior hockey, bud. Well, first impression's a lasting one, bro. You ready for this, bud? No. Four check, back check, paycheck, bro. Ding. Alrighty there, Andrew. Let's. Um, I, I have. I have a. Uh, I'm going to give you the option. Do you want to start with something funny, or do you want to start with something uh, not so funny? Well, let's save the funny till the end. All right. Well, then let's talk about uh, two recent deaths that I want to. Uh, I want to address. Uh, the first one is. Um, is uh, the night? You know, I bag on those terrible conferences out east, especially the one up in New York. <laughs> yeah. um, but they have, you know, they play hockey all the same in the ACHA and at yep. Niagara University. A young man, his name is Patrick Romano. He passed away re- uh, this past week. Uh, in fact, I think it was over the weekend uh, in a house fire up there in Buffalo. And he was uh, one of the leaders on the uh, Purple Eagles uh, ACHA Division One team. And he perished in a house fire, and it's, uh, you know, just dying sucks anyways, yeah. um, no matter how you go. Uh, but I got to believe that, you know, dying in a fire is probably one of the potentially, you know, I can only hope he didn't suffer. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Because yeah. fire is, you know... I don't know, Andrew, about you, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old, and you think about kind of that kind of stuff, and... You know, you see stuff on TV where, you know, cars slide under, you know, it's a semi-tractor trailer and whoop, you're done. It's over with yeah. quick. Yeah. Or you see stuff where people linger for years and years and years. And yes, I yes. can't imagine much worse than dying in a house fire. What is it? Uh, the movie Grumpy Old Men, where they're talking about their friend that had a heart attack, died instantly of a heart attack. And they're like, yeah, yeah lucky guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey. Yeah. 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 So, uh, anyways, I just want to send our. Uh, I know it's trite and uh, it's you no, know, not a lot we can do. But if you, if you're listening to this podcast in your, whatever religion you practice or whatever beliefs you have, just say a little something for Patrick Romano and for uh, the Niagara University, the Purple Eagles ACHA club. I bag on them. They do play in a terrible conference and they're one of the terrible teams, but. Um, Nobody, nobody, especially in college, um, nobody deserves to to die, and especially yeah. in that fashion. So yeah, no, that's I just feel awful. Yeah, that's a tough pill to swallow up there for those guys. That is, it, it especially in a pandemic year. I mean, come on, yeah. anytime, anytime sucks, but in yeah. this pandemic year. Yeah, and I mean, even I mean, you know, a lot of these kids are, and a lot of these teams, the players are close, right? Because you spend all these waking hours in these buses together, and you. You, know, you get to know each other on on a such deeper level than what most people that don't get on these buses with these guys. You don't really understand that fact of it, right? Because you don't see that side of the game. And uh, to have something like this happen, you know, it's going to tear all those kids up. Because I mean, 
he was what a junior, I think it said. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he had been there for a couple of years. So, you know, coaching staff, other players and all that, they're, they spent a lot of time together. So that's going to, that's going to be a hard pill to swallow up there for some of those guys. One of the, uh, one of the pictures I saw of, uh, of him, of Patrick Romano was, uh, it looks to me like it was taken at the, uh, Arctic edge ice arena. Um, it just has that background, you know, out there by yeah. the, where, where the visitors come out of their little locker room, they have that little nook where the, uh, where the Zamboni, where the old dead Zamboni is, is parked. Yep. And, uh, it looks like that's where he and a buddy took a picture and that had to have been his freshman year. Cause I think Niagara was out here two or three years ago. Yes, uh, they came out here not too long ago. A yeah. Years ago. So I, I just, you know, it just hit home that, you know, hockey's a small world. It's a small community. Yes, it, and, yes, it is. Um, you know, I'm sure that all of my words that I'm put that I put out here on this cheesy little podcast are going to come back to bite me in the butt somehow, some way, sometime. I'm sure that someone will give me some grief about it, which is fine. We only have like 18 or 16 listeners, so that's yeah. okay. Yeah. But- um. But, uh, yeah, just say a little something for, uh, for Niagara, say a little something for Patrick Romano and say a little something for his family. Cause that's, that's not good. Yeah. I, the other, the other thing, it's another death and it's, it doesn't affect the ACHA, but it affects, uh, it has a semi little impact on you and me, dummy. Um, Larry McMurtry, the author of, uh, <laughs> yeah. some great books. Um, he wrote, uh, Lonesome Dove, the Lonesome Dove series with like, what was it? Comanche moon and streets of Laredo and dead man's walk. And obviously the, the great one, lonesome dove. He wrote the last picture show. He also wrote like terms of endearment and some other stuff. He was, uh, responsible, I think for the screenplay for a uh, broke back mountain, the, the movie. Yeah. He took the book from Annie Prohl and, uh, turned it into a movie. He, he passed away recently. Now he, he did it the right way. He was just old. Um, you know, no, nothing. It was just natural causes apparently. But the, our connection with that is, uh, Larry McMurtry, he's a crusty old son of a gun. And instead of uh, soaking in his fame and going to Hollywood and all that kind of stuff, he retreated back to his hometown of Archer city, Texas. Well, Archer which, city, which was a desolate place. And he basically bought the, the, the downtown area, yep. all the storefronts. He sure did. And he put put his personal book collection in there, and it was a bookstore called Booked Up. B-O-O-K-E-D, Up. Booked Up. And um, uh, if many, he had what? How many, I was, how many storefronts? He must have had 10. That's what I was thinking, 8 or 10. I, I mean, mean, it was... How many, how many stores did we go into? And yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, we, we went into like four or five of them at least. Yeah, yeah, we didn't go into the kids' books, but yeah, we went into some of the stuff and looked around and... And, and these aren't, this isn't like going into a Barnes and Noble where the, where the racks of books are, you know, no, five feet tall. These are like 10, 12 foot ceilings, like Florida, Florida ceiling books, Florida ceiling books. And they're, you know, the, the place smelled like old books Yeah, and it wasn't thick layer of dust on everything. You yeah. Know? And it was like a warehouse. I mean, it was, it was an old Texas brick building. Yeah, wood, yeah. wood, wood frame, brick, brick outside, and uh, he had these gigantic book bookshelves put in there. And you and I, on a recruiting trip one year, we uh, we diverged. We went from Amarillo to to uh, to Wichita Which, Falls, yeah, by way Archer's, of Archer City, 
And it just sits out there in the kind of the bottom little corner of the Texas panhandle, just in no man's land. There is nothing there. There is nothing there. But booked up. And you know what? I'm convinced, and this is just me, Andrew, I'm convinced. One of the, one of the things they said that Mr. McMurtry liked to do, he was, he was a crusty son of a gun, and he was very surly and not a nice guy. Um, uh, especially as, you know, he, he, he didn't suffer fools, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably good that we didn't actually meet him. <laughs> yeah. However, yeah, filled day with you and I together. <laughs> however, one of the things that he apparently likes to do or liked to do was to just hang out at the uh, at the main at booked up number one, and he liked to just kind of sit there and you know it was him and his uh, lady that ran the cash register. Yeah. In, uh, in 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 when I remember that when we were down there, there was a crusty old codger who was just sitting there in a deep, yep. it was a beat-up old chair. Uh, yep. It was one of those deep, like a leather slung chair, if you will. If, if I sat down in it, Andrew, when when we went there, it was, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. If I sat down there, I'd still be down there because I couldn't have <laughs> totally. got my fat butt out. It was one of those <laughs> yeah. leather sling type things and, you know, ultra modern in the 70s, but now it's nothing he but... Was- uh, I'm convinced was, we, we, we had a brush with greatness. Yeah, he was sitting there, and he probably saw us coming, and he's probably thinking to himself, look at these two idiots, you know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play dead right here in front of them. I walked away with a book about the Panama Canal because my wife is uh, from Panama, um, and you and I walked away with uh, two, two of the best nicknames we ever found. Two of, yes, two of the greatest nicknames were founded in Archer City. There was, uh, I saw a book called uh, White Ninja, and then there, it was it was hilarious. Um, I couldn't believe there was a book called White Ninja, and it was you know like a detective book. Yeah. And then there was another book called uh, Big Sugar. Yeah, two and, of the greatest nicknames right there. And after that, Chris and Andrew became White Ninja and Big Sugar. <laughs> yes, we did. And so, uh, yeah, good times. So Larry McMurtry passes away recently. I, I believe it said he was like eighty six years old. So uh, he. If you've never read the Lonesome Dove books, and Andrew, we already we talked about books a couple of times ago. I already know you don't read books, but yeah, yeah, um, I don't have the I don't have the attention span for it. The I, you know the Lonesome Dove was made into a miniseries years ago with Tommy Lee Jones and uh, like Robert Duvall, and I'm telling you what, the miniseries doesn't do the book justice. Read yeah. read Lonesome Dove. It's 900 and some odd pages, and I guarantee you. When you're done, you'll wish it was another 900 pages long because you don't want it to end. It's just incredible, masterful writing and a great storyteller. And um, so uh, we, we're going to pour out. I've got a little ginger ale here. I'm just going to uh, have a you know salute to uh, Larry McMurtry and also to uh, Patrick Romano. So there we go. All right, so that's the not-so-fun stuff. Are you yeah, ready for some so of the fun. fun stuff? Let's get into the fun stuff. <laughs> Get ready. I'm going to have to turn on my computer, okay? I hope I queued this <laughs> up just right. Oh, boy, Andrew. Get ready. Here we go. Uh, the terrible Pittsburgh Hockey League. I told you, yep. you, you know, you kind of cheated on Factor Fiction. Uh, uh-huh. Rob, Robert Morris won. They didn't beat Mercyhurst in the championship game. They beat the West Virginia Mountaineers 4-1. to one. And at the end of the game... Uh, both teams line up on the blue line, and Robert <laughs> Morris is awarded their trophy. And, <laughs> yes, they were. And I'm telling you what, and, and this is just me, okay? I'm the Western Collegiate Hockey League Commissioner. One of the things when we founded this conference, 
I went to the place. I, I get the trophy from a place called MTM Recognition here in Oklahoma City. They do all of the trophies for the major bowl games, for the major NCAA conferences, yeah, uh, for major NASCAR events. It's the real deal. When you walk into their showroom, I mean, you're... It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, it's, yeah it's great. I mean... You're literally amongst, like, it's not the Super Bowl trophy or the Stanley Cup, but everything. I mean... The, the Orange Bowl trophy, the Sugar Bowl trophy, the Fiesta Bowl trophy, the Rose Bowl trophy... Yeah, college college football playoff trophies, mm-hmm. the national championship, big NBA tw- trophies, big twelve, big 12 conference, Pac yeah. twelve conference trophies. Yeah, I mean, you walk into their showroom and and you you, know, you almost want to take time just to walk around and just look at all the trophies and it, and they're all a replica where they've produced the real thing, but they just have those there. But just to look around and it's pretty fascinating. It's to incredible, see. and every NASCAR trophy from, you know, Bristol or uh, Talladega, yep. you know, the, the yeah, Daytona, they're all there. the Daytona 500 trophy, it's there. They're all there. Yep. So I walked in one year, way back when, seven, eight years ago, with a picture of the Murdoch Cup, and I said, all right, you see this little thing? I want to put it to shame, and the guys at MTM Recognition came up with our little it's a uh, it's a one of a kind. They tell me it's one of a kind. It's probably there's probably hundreds of them laying around somewhere. But uh, the Western Collegiate Hockey League trophy was uh, was built, and I, I told them I said it's got to have two conditions. I want people to be able to drink out of it, and I want people to I wanted to put the Murdoch Cup to shame, and uh, I want it to be worthy of being won. And we have a wonderful, wonderful, great trophy. Um, anyways, I bring that up because the CHMA apparently did not get the memo. Um, their trophy is one of these, uh, middle school, um, yeah. you know, wooden with lots of tears type of, yeah, a, it's like, yeah. yeah, stupid things like five feet tall. It's five feet tall. And it's got a cup on there, Andrew, that looks like it's a, like a 20 ounce can of, uh, of Pepsi yeah. uh, on top of it. The cup, the, you know, you're not, you can drink out of it because it's like a baby cup. It's a sippy cup. And uh, then there's like a plaque on one of the tiers in the middle of it. There's a plaque that has the, like the logo for the, for the CHMA, the terrible Pittsburgh. So anyways, that's set up with that set up. Let's, let's listen to a little bit of broadcast from the Twitch TV broadcast of Robert Morris beating West Virginia and receiving their trophy. Here we go. As the Colonials turn to the crowd after they've been screaming at them for the past 45 seconds to face the crowd. The whole team turns for pictures from their parents. And we can get a good look here. They're taking pictures. They're taking their, their wonderful. We just won the championship the trophy. Photo, two Mountaineers yeah. stay on the ice. I'm sure Coach Joseph is all smiles underneath his mask. Another round of applause by the crowd. (laughs) For the champions as Coach Joseph thanks the crowd. And that is going to be all for us today as they drop and break the trophy. (laughs) Kevin, no! (laughs) Don't think I've ever seen that happen. And, uh, you know, that's something that's going to stay in the back of his mind for a while now. And I'm sure his teammates will keep that in mind. That wasn't Kevin Mackey, was it? That was the assistant. It was. It was the backup goaltender, Christian Christian Pellegrino. Good thing he wasn't in net, huh? (laughs) Oh, how tragic. I'm so glad this is going to be saved. 
I love it, Andrew. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, or I'm gonna put this clip up on. Uh, or uh, I'm gonna put the link to this clip up on our up on our podcast link. And uh, boy, you you got to go to it. Is just oh, uh, the kid just didn't drop the trophy. He destroys the trophy. <laughs> he he literally. I mean, the poor kid's a goaltender, and he's just they just sit it there on the. Uh, they sit it there on the ice. They take their picture, and the kid is, you know, he's waving to his parents, and then he's skating off the ice, and his pad clips the trophy and knocks it over. And yeah. once it hits the ice, it shatters into, like, 500 pieces. <laughs> this poor little Tonka toy uh, or this Tinker toy um, uh, trophy that they put together uh, just goes flying all over the damn place. And it is, and, and you know what? The, and here, here's the insult on top of the injury, Okay. There's a fella that works for Robert Morris that scrambles to go pick up some of the pieces to kind of put the trophy back together. And when he bends over, he's got an old plumber's butt going, and it's a <laughs> yes, full yeah. moon live oh, on yeah. your TV. And oh, he yeah. does it not once but twice. And it's not a beautiful full moon either. It's one of those gigantic, like, like, hairy. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, like really, dude. Like, like, sh- like shave your back full moon type thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, oh, it's gross. Um, so anyways, <laughs> or I'm going to put the, I'm going to put the link up there and I'll put, uh, the, the timestamp so that people can actually go to it. Holy uh, smokes. Thank goodness. That is, that is quality. I'm telling you what, now I know that the WCHL trophy has been abused. Okay. I, I get that. I know for a fact that Arizona state and central Oklahoma and Arizona, have abused the trophy and that's fine that's what it's there for but yeah, it needs it needs battle scars it needs battle scars but they've always put it back together and i'm i have no doubt these kids will put this little like i said these lincoln logs back together of, of a, yeah you know but um uh, you know the truth tro- this thing just dropped and shattered if you drop the wchl trophy on the ice it's going to create a divot and it might break your foot yeah, um, but it's not going to shatter all over the dang place. Anyways, I just I was watching that game live on Saturday night, and I uh, I just started howling. Oh, that is quality. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm I was, telling you I what. I think he texted to me at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock and I'm sitting there watching it and I start laughing and my wife's laying next to me trying to go to sleep and she's like, what are you laughing at over there? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like her. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty good impersonation. So, all right, Andrew. So that, that was the fun stuff. The Robert Morris and their trophy. <laughs> I hope they, you know what? I'm not going to be there in St. Louis, but I really hope they bring it with them to St. Louis. <laughs> oh, man. That would be classic, wouldn't, wouldn't it? That'd be great. We, you know, one of the things we should do, we should have a little pomp and circumstance. We should have, you know, like they do for, uh, before the Bad News Bears. I saw that, that recently. They had all the teams come out there and march in a little parade to start the season. What if, yeah. we, what if we got all 16 teams to yeah, just, just kind of skate onto the ice and take a little place and you know it's uh you know we can have a nice little ceremony out there on the ice and all the conference winners bring their trophies oh yeah let me know how the planning stages of that goes <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, there's robert there's robert morris with their trophy all duct taped <laughs> together well it's, it's great each kid gets to hold a piece of the trophy all 30 yeah. players <laughs> Of course, the Missouri State guys wouldn't get to have a trophy this year. So, anyways, forget I brought that up. All right, Andrew. Hey, uh, we did the ACHA Fight Club last week, and so we got a a special edition of the ACHA Fight Club this week, okay? Ooh, all right. Do you have HBO Max? I do. 
All right, because today, March 31st, Godzilla versus Kong came out. Well, so, Andrew, you here you go, ACHA Fight Club, Godzilla versus Kong, who wins? Uh, and if you've seen no. the movie, don't tell me, because I think there's a winner in the movie. But I just want to know who, in your mind, wins the fight, Godzilla versus Kong? Godzilla. Why? Uh, I like the name better. <laughs> That's it? I've never watched these movies. Yeah. Come like on. Godzilla, yeah. Yeah, I like the name come, better. Come on. You it's like going to the horse you, again, you're going to the track and you're betting on pretty horses' names and stuff like that. That's right. God. That's right. All right. You're not gonna go yeah. on strength and brawn of King Kong and the ferocity versus whatever medieval lasers come out of uh Godzilla? Yeah, I'm I'm going I'm sticking Godzilla. Just because Godzilla has a cool name. Yep. Yeah. All right. Growing up, did you ever watch the Godzilla movies? Oh no, not a chance. Come on, what, what, Andrew? No, not a chance. Did you grow up in a nunnery or something? <laughs> yeah. You did. You uh, never. Yeah. You never watched Godzilla versus Mothra or Godzilla versus Rodan or Godzilla versus uh, the Smog Monsters or Kill or uh, um, Kill All Monsters or what Monster Island? Oh no, not a chance. Come I on. Into, I was into every kind of slapstick comedy movie that was made. The, uh... we're, we're finding out so much about you. You don't read. <laughs> you, 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 you didn't watch any monster movies growing up? No. I, I, was, a, I was a funny man growing did, up. Did, did you even watch like Frankenstein, Dracula, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, anything like that? Oh, no, not a chance. Wasn't, wasn't into all that stuff. Oh, not a chance. Andrew. Oh, not a chance. Andrew. Not a chance. What a crying I've never, shame. I've never seen that. I've never watched the Harry Potter movies. Or any of the little spinoffs that they've had of the Harry Potter stuff. The uh, what's the other one? Um, oh, my wife watches it. Yeah, uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. But yeah, all that stuff. Nah. Now, now give me a good slapstick comedy. I'm in. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> you've been there. Oh, I could when I I couldn't do it anymore. But when I was younger, I could almost quote the entire Dumb and Dumber movie to you. <laughs> All right. Used, well, hey, used to used to tick my parents off. Oh God, they used to get so mad at me for that. <laughs> I guess we just come from two different generations because I grew up watching monster movies. I loved it on uh-uh. Channel Fifty Six way back when in Boston, Massachusetts. WLVI TV always Saturday afternoon had the uh, Channel Fifty Six creature double feature, and it was awesome. Yeah. No, I was. I was. I never got into that stuff. Really. No, so so if I say Lon Chaney, you have no clue who I'm talking about. Nope. I know the name, but yeah, I don't never never watched any of that stuff. All right. Boris Karloff. No. He he was a hockey player, wasn't he? No. <laughs> yeah. He played for the Russian team. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, hey, I was gonna ask you who your favorite monster was. I always enjoyed this is gonna sound dumb. Um, but there was a Godzilla versus the smog monster, and it was a like an early nineteen seventies Godzilla movie and the small, you know, it's supposed to be socially conscious and we're uh, cleaning up the earth and, you know, here's this monster that goes around creating smog and polluting the world and Godzilla comes to save the earth. And I I always like that one, not because of the social messaging. I just like the smog monster. Um, But, uh, and then there was another one. I have to find it. It's, um, it was a, it's one of those gargantuan movies because I also, you know, the creature double feature had, um, 
you know, it's like the, you know, the hundred foot woman or ants from outer space or, you know, all those cheesy things, you know, not just Godzilla, not just Frankenstein. Um, it, it had, there was one, it was like the, the gargantuans or the twin gargantuans. And it was like a, a like a white monkey and a yellow or like a red monkey. And they were twins and they ended up having to fight one another. And it was, uh, God, I love that movie. Whenever it came on, man, I was glued to the TV. Oh, yeah. Now, now, Andrew, this is also in the days of black and white TV before color. So, I mean, come on. You, I, oh. I, I can't believe you didn't watch any monster movies at all. <laughs> I did not. I did not. Wow. No Mecha Godzilla. Nothing? nothing. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, mean, I the, didn't watch. Of course, I didn't I didn't get into the superhero movies either. The, the Batmans and the Spider-Mans and all that stuff. I never... I never got into any of that stuff either. So you really did. Were you? Were you did you like live in a shelter for uh, <laughs> you know for the no. first twenty years of your life? I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, slapstick comedies, all that stuff. I was in Three Stooges. I did watch the yeah. I did watch the Three Stooges with my dad a little bit. All right, all right. We need to find a rerun and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb and Dumber, all that stuff. I was. I was in. Jim I grew up. Jim Carrey. I grew up on uh, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, boy, we 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 if you haven't if you've only been paying attention the last three years and you haven't figured that one out, boy, come on, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I grew up on that stuff. I mean, holy smokes! But yeah, never got into the superhero stuff. My wife, my wife gives me crap for it all the time because she's into the Batman and Spider Man and all that stuff and. Marvel Cinematic Potter. Universe, yeah, and the Harry Potters and all that stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go to bed now. I'll see you guys <laughs> later. You know, <laughs> I loved Monster Island because it had all of the monsters on it. I mean, anytime you can get, that's why in comic books you were talking about, you know, the Batman, Superman, all that kind of. I love Justice League because it had all the all the all of them all in one, or Teen Titans because it had all the young versions all at once. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, kind of wild. All right, Andrew. Well, I didn't realize uh, how sheltered of a uh, <laughs> of a life you lived. Um, and so now I fully do understand why you're picking Godzilla versus Kong, the winner, <laughs> based on the name only, because you have zero basic knowledge on the high qualities got, of either of the two fighters. I have, I have got zero knowledge there for you. Wow. So when, when you're watching a boxing match and you don't know the fighters, you're just going based on the color of the trunks that they're wearing, huh? Oh, totally, totally. No. <laughs> wow. God. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, hey, let, let's talk about a, Let's get out of here. A, talk about a sport that they've absolutely ruined. Oh, what's boxing. that? Oh, jeez. Oh, it's awful nowadays. Come on. It is. Come on. It is. It's terrible. It's not. It's not. <laughs> boxing is still boxing. It's just they've they're having a fight with uh, with MMA now and. MMA takes on, has a little bit more brutality. So, uh, but the sweet science oh. is still is still pretty good to watch. Oh, MMA way better. Oh boy! All right. Well, hey, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's cut this one short. We've we've paddled on for fifty minutes, anyways, as it is. Next week, we'll do some predictions with Andrew, and um, yeah, we'll figure out. We'll also get some uh, special guest uh, special guest selectors. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening to this edition of the WCHL podcast. Follow Western Collegiate Hockey League online at westernchl.com. We're also on Twitter at westernchl. 
Um, we're also, this podcast is on WCHL pod and that's where I'm going to put the link for the, uh, Robert Morris thing that just fell over. <laughs> so I'm not going to put it on the Western Collegiate Hockey League cause I don't want to get busted out for <laughs> yeah. you know, one conference bagging on another. <laughs> oh, so, you should. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Terrible trophy. <laughs> um, Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM, S-T-I-C-K-F-O-R-D-A-M. Got to be his friend because he's one of these private type guys. So if you want to follow all of his nuggets of knowledge and slapstick type stuff, you got to friend <laughs> him. Uh, I'm on Twitter at CJP in OKLA. That's CJP in OKLA. I'm not afraid of what's what people put on my Twitter or what people see on my Twitter like Andrew. So mine is wide open. So <laughs> whatever, have at it. Um, shoot us some questions. Uh, shoot us uh, yeah. Hey, who knows? Just tell us you listen. We appreciate yeah. you listening. If you follow, if you're getting this on iTunes or uh, or Spotify or something, go ahead and rank it, rate it, give us five stars. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Our rating helps us. Um, you know, it's uh, it's going to help us in terms of growing our growing our base, uh, our listener base from 16 maybe to 17. So uh, so go ahead and give us a, a nice rating, and uh, we we appreciate that very much. And uh, if you're not already following ACHA Men's D1 on Twitter, that's A-C-H-A-M-E-N-S-D1, you probably should give it a thought for the uh, – th- think about doing so, especially for the uh, week or so coming up to uh, Nationals and then from the event because that's where a lot of information is going to be uh, being put out. It's also uh, where a lot of game updates are going to be happening we're going to be live tweeting all of these games through the ACHA Men's D1 account. So uh, if you don't follow it, go ahead and give it a follow, and you can rag on us there too. So yeah. a- anything else, Andrew, that you need to uh, get off your chest before we get out of here? No, I think uh, I think we beat this dead horse, and let's uh, let's let these poor people get out of here. This pandemic season is almost over. The agony is uh, is almost complete. The light is at the end of the tunnel. So, Andrew, for this episode, let's get out of here. What do you say? I say let's get out of here. Everybody, have a good week. Take care of yourselves. Check in on each other, and we will catch you on the flip side. 